It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Mo, Cal. Yo. Danny's back. He was back last week. I'm always back. He's back again. Back to back. Tell a friend. What's up, guys? Hey, Drewfus. Drew, you were late today. What happened? I was <laughs> precisely on time. <laughs> he's, like the fucking, he's like the fucking prison guard, you know, trying to get us all, you know, ready to go and stuff. And then he ends up being late. Yeah. Jeez. Late. Everybody's like, oh, I'm going to be 10 minutes late. And we, and we weren't. Was, except you. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Facts. Those are, you can't argue facts. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> He's about to hang up the whole thing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's had enough. <laughs> How's this Drew's for it. facts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drew's will not been, be back next week. I think Drew's been on a on a toughness level. Drew's been on about a nine or ten all week leading mm. up to this podcast. I've been sick. Out of man. what? You've been sick. What's wrong? Yeah, what, cows stuffed up? I woke up, uh, up Thursday morning ralphing. I'm sorry? Oh, yeah, I was throwing up Thursday morning. Oh. It's no way to spend Thanksgiving. No, definitely not. I don't know what it that was. Sucks. Was it like a 24-hour thing? Yeah, it was really just that day. I uh, woke up, felt fine, started throwing up all of a sudden, and then felt like shit all day. You think Slowly you think that's better. the good Lord? You think that's the good Lord saving you from gluttony? No, no, I had plenty of <laughs> shit to eat. <laughs> sick, sick or not, it was Thanksgiving. I was eating. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> Got to keep the puke train rolling somehow. Oh yeah. Uh, Did you get to taste it twice? Ooh. Oh well then. <laughs> yeah, that's real. How was you guys' Thanksgiving? It was good, man. It was low-key. Yeah. yeah. It was my first Thanksgiving in Texas, so I think we reached the limit of family willing to travel, mm-hmm. like the distance. Uh, so uh, we just did it with some friends. We we had dinner with some friends and some other kids, and it was cool. Everybody made something. If you guys saw the picture of my sweet potato casserole, it was fire. It was amazing. So... I fancy myself a little cook at times. Sweet tater casserole. Now, now the, the people who ate it, did they fancy you a cook as well? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. No, no, my kids, my kids get super excited when I cook, and then, you know, because I usually do something that I know they like, but my wife doesn't like anything really sweet with her normal food. Okay. <clears throat> and I changed the recipe this year a little bit, and she murdered it like two or three times. I was like, nice. No, no, it was good. And when you get little kids eating sweet potato, you know you did it right. Yeah, it may have to do with a layer of marshmallows on top, but they, <laughs> they still eat the, they still eat the sweet potatoes. I mean, if Dude, they that, went that, down that's past like, the marshmallow, like, you're good. Is that <laughs> like putting a fancy band on a shitty cigar? <laughs> no, yeah. it's like, well, maybe. <laughs> Which brings us into. Da, 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 da. What do you? Should we talk about the? Should we talk? Patina? Did you say? <laughs> no, the band <laughs> sucks too. Uh, the, uh, what was I going to say? The, the branding versus, uh, 
I don't know. Do we want to talk about this? Kind of a discussion that we kind of had, you know, we had through, uh, through our text yeah. messages this week. They're all gimmicky. Come on. To an extent. All right. So here, just to give everybody a little background, um, you know, we are trying to, because we've kind of talked about this and danced around the subject is what comes down to, or what makes a, a cigar branding gimmicky versus, you know what, that's just the company's branding and that's how they, that's how they roll. Right. 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 Um, and so we really, until this week, we started to make some headway. Mukau had some great points. Drew, Danny had some great points. So we're going to run with this and we're going to kind of see if we could maybe come to a conclusion on the difference between branding and I don't know what is like the overall encompassing term of gimmick gimmick tree. <laughs> I don't know, but, uh, what makes a gimmick versus branding? So let's, let's get started. Gentlemen. Go for it. I'm the new guy. So I'll go, I'll wait. Oh, you should go <laughs> first. I'll get started. That's fine. <clears throat> um, Perfect. Yeah. So you can, you can tell me why I'm wrong, which is, which is cool. <laughs> kind of um, what I do. That's all. It's all good. Somebody's got to, um, so my thought on this is that it depends a lot on the quality of the cigars and the quality of, or whatever it happens to be. It could be anything that you have, the difference between branding and gimmicks, right? It could be a car or whatever else. Um, but for me, it's, it's, if it's a good cigar wrapped in like some weirdness, right? You got some mm-hmm. weird packaging or whatever. That's, that seems more like branding to me. Um, it's when you're trying to sell something crappy by making it look good like, you know, take take the picture at the right angle so that it looks pretty good and appetizing mm-hmm. for you. Um, that seems like a gimmick or like you're trying to pull one over on somebody. That's really okay. smart, at least. Do you really So it think... sounds like you're saying if the gimmick works, then it no longer goes from gimmick, now it's branding. Well, no, the, like the actual cigar has to taste good. If you were to take the band off... Well, that's what I mean. So the, yeah. Well, what I mean is, yeah, so they put a gimmick out, but it actually happened to be a good cigar. Yeah. Now that's it's no longer... Well, or or it's a gimmick fine. that I don't care. It's a gimmick, I guess. Right, right. I mean, fine with you versus it, it being or not being a gimmick is different, right? So like, it's still a gimmick, but it's a good cigar. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe that's it. Because otherwise, you could say most any branding is kind of gimmicky. Uh, yeah, to an extent. I mean, and, and except for like, you know, Mo Mo has a a cigar, right, called Patina, but he's he's not preaching that you know rust on copper or that's what it is right (laughs) yeah (laughs) is is the reason why his cigar is so successful like he's not using like no this is this is made with patina from the statue of liberty and it's like (laughs) so like whoa wait like that would be super gimmicky right he downplays that really yeah no doubt so that's my thing my for me it's just like oh we're gonna make all these cigars and like oh uh christmas is coming you know, let's make a, uh, I don't know, fuck, you know, fuck a reindeer cigar. <clears throat> like, oh, cool, I'm going to do a fuck a reindeer. Is that, is that like Halloween's coming? Oh. <laughs> that's where it gets hard for me, Drew, and that's why I drew the line where I did, because I like that, <laughs> that stuff. No, and I don't, I don't necessarily mean, you know, I wasn't talking about like anyone, you know, specific at that point. I'm just saying, you know, we're, we're in the Christmas season right now, so. <laughs> That's kind of what I mean, but, but 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 there is a there is a brand who does play on the Christmas theme. Sure, yeah, you know, uh, um, so. Cao, right? Yeah. Some, right, right stuff. Yeah. And even yeah. Pete Johnson has like the Pete Pete Miss or whatever it was, and 
Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Viaje does the Christmas trees. Mm. So that doesn't change my thought about Tatuaje or my thought about anyone. It's just my, that's my thought about that cigar in particular. So Danny, you kind of mentioned something in the, uh, te- the text. So do you, do you like any Viaje cigars? Are you a fan of any of them? Can I ask you that? <clears throat> I've had I've had a couple. I can't I can't remember off the top of my head what I've had. Now, you know, I think off of principle lately over the last year, I won't smoke a Viaje cigar. Just because of this whole th- this last one and, and it has nothing to do I mean, well, it has a lot to do with me working at Roma Red, but it's like the craft series, bales on bales, like you you stole that from for me the name of it specifically about you know reminds me of um of what are these guys lost and found bales on bales right it sounds like like that is scar name racks on racks <clears throat> and then wasn't that a song by YC <laughs> probably yeah I don't know but uh, I don't know I just. And I'm not saying it, it, I'm not I'm not saying it is a bad cigar or a good cigar. I just I'm just saying what you needed, what you did to just sell that is just, just weird. Okay, so, so I'm, does that go from gimmick to stolen gimmick? <laughs> right, maybe. So, but, well, here let, let, let's do this. I'm going to give an example of a brand that took. A certain like they took a model of branding, they put it over their whole brand, and it's not gimmicky. And then I think that'll serve as a baseline, and then you guys could agree or disagree with me. Fair? Yeah, I disagree with you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you're you're a good you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> so there is you have Illusioni, who took conspiracy theories mind control, whatever, okay, anything related to, let's just say, conspiracy theory, built out their brand off of that central idea. But the packaging or or the overall brand is not, doesn't play into it. It's just the way the brand is. It's just the branding of it. It doesn't necessarily define the cigars. Right. Okay, so for example, you have a, a a cigar called you know MK Ultra, which if you're familiar with conspiracy theories, was some sort of mind control thing the government was doing, whatever. But that doesn't. I mean, the band is still a normal Illusioni band. It is still readily identifiable as Illusioni, right? To me, he took a central idea used the properties of some of that idea to name his cigars or sizes or whatever. But the branding never overtook the cigars. The cigars are still the cigars. They just are named after that. Right. Does know. that make sense? I, I don't think that's really gimmicky, though. That's like your brand being named after... Uh, hundred. Well, I didn't want to say that. But yeah, 100%. Of, uh... 100%. So what I'm saying is, to me, that is branding, not gimmick. That is taking the central idea of your brand and encompassing the cigars or, or it encompasses the naming or uh, whatever of your cigars, 
but there is no like it's not like I could only smoke an MK Ultra on days that you know uh, Kim Jong Il or whatever threatens to you know uh, put a nuke into the San Francisco Harbor. Okay, it's pretty damn specific. Well, I mean, I'm just, well, I think that almost happened. Uh, maybe on the shores of Hawaii, but either way, that's kind of what I'm getting at. To me, that's not gimmick; that's branding. So, so by your definition, the one I'm referring to would be a gimmick. What are you referring to? Tatawahe. Explain. Their monster series would be a gimmick. Is it? No. Nah, I'm, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's and that makes it hard. And to back up, it's easy. to back up Viaje, they're they're every single cigar, all, their entire line is a branding gimmick. So it's true hmm. with all the zombie stuff and all that other stuff too. Their right, entire brand fair. is gimmicky branding, not just like a one-off brand uh, gimmick. But mm-hmm. Every single one. I mean, they do jalapenos and they do all the right. different holiday stuff. And I think I think that's why I think the Monster Series is a little different in that one. You know, for the most part, most of the years, over you know, most of the thirteen years, it was a legit cigar. <clears throat> but they also made it in different vitolas. Um, you know, the Skinny Monsters, the Pudgy Monsters, um, and I can see where, yeah, that could, sure. I, I think that that's a gimmick, but to kind of like what Cal was saying, was like, you know, it's a, it's sort of a gimmick that worked to an extent. But still, sure. But, I mean, I, I, mean, I guess I just, I don't know, maybe I'm just a fan of that one, right? So it didn't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I brought you around just now. Right. Yeah, the Tatawahe is tough because because that was only a a subset. (laughs) Well, not not all of them. I mean, you know, um, the the Monster Series is a subset of the overarching brand. And I feel like, so if you look at it, it's like you have the Monsters, you have the Virate line, which is another like kind of specialty line that he does. You have the Brown Label that's made in Miami. That's kind of another specialty line. So... Sure, on the surface, you could look at the monsters as kind of gimmicky, but that is only a subset of the rest of the stuff that he does. If that makes sense. And he's like, not, his, his company isn't living off of it either. Yeah. Know? I mean, look, it's over now, right? So it's like, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Where if you got a, if you got certain companies and said, hey, <clears throat> cut the bullshit out with the gimmicky shit, <clears throat> they'd be out of business. Did you ever go to somebody's house where there's just so much like kitschy shit that so much what like kitschy stuff that it just that's the way it is like that's the way that they're like that's their style and aesthetic is just super like what's kitschy or weird what's, what's kitschy what's kitschy so I've never heard of it you mean kimchi I'll, like food no I'll, I'll send you guys kimchi. some pictures <laughs> cliche <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back to this after I can okay. send you guys some photos of what I'm talking about he, but basically like, show us up by knowing big words that we don't know yeah we get it it's Kyle. you're educated yeah. we yeah. know we're all we're minorities you're not I get it yeah <laughs> <laughs> sweet uh <laughs> 
All right. Um, maybe take that a different way. Um, <laughs> try to explain kimchi in a way all, all, people can understand. All, all I'm trying to say is, like, if you, there are certain people who have, who have bought into a certain style or aesthetic so sure. much that it sort of becomes who they are, right? Sure. That's yeah, really yeah. what I'm trying to get at. And you can hope there's, like, probably seven or eight uh, different kinds of this. This is just How do Midwest you spell one. this, Cal? Uh, I think it's K-I-T-S-C-H. Jesus. Oh, here we go. Uh, All right, let's mate, see. Something like that. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, it's so like tacky shit. Can, yeah, considered to be in poor taste because of excessive garishness or sentimentality, but sometimes appreciated in an ironic or knowing way. Yeah, like so, you kind of, so you kind of become like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, gaudy, like you're a caricature of yourself, right? Yeah. Sure. Like the person that collects way too many slow globes. Sure. Yeah, that like, kind of a thing. Right? Yeah, I like just how like, you got caricature, but you didn't get kitschy. Um, yeah. So I know what that, they draw those at the, at the like Bush Garden. So. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, <laughs> but I, I just think that that's what I'm thinking of when I think of some of these brands, too, where they're just kind of sort of caricatures of themselves. And at that point, that I agree with, with Drew that that's the brand. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, and that's like, like I brought up Lost and Found, right? So, like, they know, like, and the, the, at least the thing with them is that they're not preaching that <clears throat> these are the most amazing cigars ever. They're just saying, hey, these are, these are, this is a pretty weird mix that we made with, you know, yeah, like kind of leftover tobacco, and we're going to give it a funny name. Now, I think that that's kind of died off of it a lot since it, it was, you know, three years, three or four years ago, but um, <clears throat> at least they owned it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, and uh, those were, those were gimmicky, but so extreme that the, you just had to have it. It's so funny. And yeah, some of the cigars, laughing I laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, but some of them I really liked, you know, like there's like the, the PCC or whatever it's called. And then the, uh, what was the cream crush, the orange, the, like the orange circle looking one. Oh yeah. Butter was pretty good. The original release of butter was real good. It was. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just me. Maybe I'm just an asshole like that where it noises shit on me when I see a fucking turkey on a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, you no, don't, I... maybe you don't like turkey. Did you have turkey on Thanksgiving? I do, but you know what? I, <laughs> I, I don't eat turkey any other day of the year. Yeah, I don't either. So that tells you how much I like turkey. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I tell you what, I eat the ham on the next day oh, a couple ham, times. Ham's the only way to go, man. Yeah. So <laughs> fuck the turkey. <laughs> Put a pig on the put a pig on the band and get back to me. We'll see why. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, there's a pork tenderloin, but that's bandless. Or the or... feral flying pig, or the other pigs that they do. Yeah. yeah. Then again, it comes in in meat packing. Yeah. You know. And that's whatever. tenderloin versus ham. Yeah, it needs yeah. to be like ham bone. There's, and there's the pork chop as well. Yeah. 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 Fuck, he's full of gimmicky cigars. That's why I got no, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You can't listen. He was the first guy to do all that stuff, pretty much. Well, that's true. Too. Really, really, everybody just followed him. Yeah, a lot I of mean, people in, did. I mean, in a way, you could look at it that way. Sure. I mean, Pete Johnson was, in my opinion, kind of like the godfather of. Well, you could argue Jonathan Drew. But they both, they both 
really were successful in creating cult following surround, uh, surrounding their branding. And it was genius. Yeah. And I think that they both deserve a lot of credit for that. That's what it's all about. Oh, no fi- doubt, man. Finding I mean, a void in the market and where you can fit in and take over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I'm listen, man, I'm not hating on it. Like, if I could get... <clears throat> If I could get a piece of Drew Estate money, or that's why money, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, if you're going to ask me my opinion, you know, if I got, if I got a, well, if I got a turkey sitting there or you give me a black label tatuaje, you know, 10 times out of 10, I'm going black label. Sure. Um, not black label cigars. Black label. But, but if you're, if you're new <laughs> to cigars or newer to cigars or somebody who doesn't, you know, really whatever. You're going to walk in and you're going to, and let's say somebody says, look, these are two really good cigars. Right. Give them a shot. Well, I'll try the one with the turkey on there. Oh, well, I will never be friends with that guy. Wow. <laughs> and that might be nice, the New Yorker. Nice in knowing you, right? Danny. <clears throat> yeah. That might, be the, that might be the New Yorker in me. Like, dude, fuck out of here with this thing. You know, like, I just don't trust it right away. Have, but now I get a good friend of mine. Have you, you had know, one? Like, and I haven't. So that's the thing. Okay. I had it in my hand, but I was, I was smoking that patina and I was like, well. You, know. you don't want to do two shitty cigars in a row. No. It was, <laughs> oh, by the way, I, I asked that shop how it was doing, and he's like, "It's probably one of our top selling Connecticut's in the shop." I was like, "Wow, that's amazing." Nice. And you know what's funny? And I love those guys, but they don't. Really, you know, they don't really put. I mean, maybe in shop they do on their social mm-hmm. media. They don't push it, um, which I thought was was always. In, it's never included in anything. <laughs> right, right. Uh, you know, uh, it's funny because I just talked to him today and. Uh, I was going to say something to him, and I knew that I should have, but oh well. Yeah, but that, that goes back to our previous topic about that, that, dude, if you're going to post something on social media, you're going to mm-hmm. post something to get the most likes. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's also part of it, too, of like, uh, I got a shit ton of this stuff I really need to push. Yeah. Yeah, so that's true. Don't, don't be too offended. <laughs> no, I know. No, no, no. I just like to give them shit. But, yeah, I, yeah. I hear you, man. It's. It's it's a delicate balance, but th- those guys are. Uh, that's a great shop, and uh, yeah, great people. They push, man. They do. Uh, they do a lot of boutique stuff. So uh, I think ninety nine percent of it is. Yeah, that's amazing. So you know, I've had this conversation, and and I kind of want to get to uh, the next topic. This kind of leads us in a little bit to. Uh, we obviously know the the year the cigar of the year lists are coming out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this deserves one of those Robert Downey Jr. memes, you know, like eye rolling. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know, man. I, you know, because Kyle, you had said, how would you guys rate 2018 as in terms of cigars? Yeah, I'm just curious. and and then I couldn't remember what the hell came out this year. And then of course, Cal comes through with the, with the list. Um, <laughs> but I don't know, man, I, I think maybe I'm, I'm going to start with something that I smoked recently that, that impressed me. Um, and then we can kind of go back and maybe if each of us gives like a top three from the year that they've smoked. But, um, I just smoked a Herrera Esteli Maduro and I was a huge fan of the, the Miami edition. I talked a little bit about this last week. So I get, I start the cigar and I'm like maybe a, a few puffs in and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Right. <laughs> the more I smoked that cigar, the more I absolutely loved it. I mean, it was a very, and I smoked the Corona or Lonsdale size and that cigar was pretty damn good. I, I enjoyed it. 
The Herrera sleeve, which one? The Maduro, the oh, new Maduro, one, yeah. the blue yeah, band. Yeah. yeah. Pretty damn good. Definitely worth a shot if you like Maduros. So are we are we talking about this? Our our top three? What are we doing here? Not necessarily <laughs> top three, but I mean just stuff that stood out. I mean the um the I'm trying to think what else came out this year. Fuck man, I don't even know. <laughs> Haven't had the year of the pig yet. That's, That's awesome. a highlight of the year. That's a good cigar. Did the uh that wise man Maduro came out this year, right? Yeah, I think it's so. Mm-hmm. I thought in the last year. Well, I've seen so much year. shit about it. I don't know if it I don't know if they announced it in the last year and it didn't come out or it didn't ship until I don't know um how they do their list and shit. That was a good I, cigar. I smoked it this year for the first time. So Yeah, that's what's good enough for me. Right. You what, Cal? I said I smoked it for the first time this year, so that's good enough for me. Twenty eight. Yeah. <clears throat> Sabretooth. Uh, Sabretooth was good. I haven't had that. Oh, look at you weaseling. (laughs) It was good, actually. I'm not just saying that. No, I actually liked it. Um, (laughs) That was my favorite release. You know, the the Black Irish came again this year. I'm not a huge Candela guy. Um, Stop it already. It was good, too. Mental mental note. Send some to Mo. No, um, No, I'm not fucking with you. He won't smoke them. He'll flip them on, on yeah. Facebook. <laughs> I'm not on Facebook anymore. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, oh, you have an assumed name. I, you're a good job, man. That's good. You have a fake account. No, um, I think that was better than the the uh, Black Irish. I was pretty excited about that release this year. That was pretty good. Um, I need to smoke them both again, but sure. I thought they were both equally good. I really like that Neanderthal you guys did. The uh, ge- what is it, genetic deformity or something like that? The small guy. Yeah, yeah, it's bar- the barber pole. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, that one's probably our third most sought after Ellie after Black Irish and Sabretooth now. Um, yeah, that one's that one's really good. Very, very complex, um, and I love it. We'll be shipping some out this week, actually. So. Go so talk to your retailer. Brought to you by Roma Craft Cigars. Yeah. <laughs> Well, how about hey, you guys? I mean, ask Danny else? for free shit. <laughs> <laughs> go. So you're, you're the pig was good. Um, mm-hmm. the, my father, the, um, the 15th anniversary was very good. Uh, the, the, the Pepin, whatever, 10 year or whatever that one was, was a little disappointing for me. Um, but the, the, my father limited was really good. Um, the Tatawahe 15 year was re- The Claro was pretty damn good. Uh, that was another really good cigar I've had this year. I did what the, else? The Las Calaveras 2018 was good, I thought. Yeah, yeah I only smoked one of those. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Hard, hard to uh, tell. <laughs> um, what else? Did you guys Pavidoff do the... Pavidoff um, 50th. I really like that cigar. Which one? Pavidoff 50th. Mm, get yeah, get okay. out of here with that shit. <laughs> Drew's favorite. David, did on. you guys get the uh, H99 Liga Provada at the show? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was, that was actually pretty good. Like I, I <clears throat> being being a Liga fan years ago, and then being disappointed over the last couple of years, I, they may be making a comeback. 
I mean, hopefully they fix that shit. Yeah. Be real good. Caldwell, long live the King Maduro. Mm. You guys probably didn't smoke it, but it was good. No. Go ahead, laugh it up, but it was good. No, I mean, I like Robert. He has some. He has some pretty decent stuff. I didn't. I didn't really like the. Um, what was the one? What was his? Uh, oh, they had they had the collaboration right with AJ. Yeah. The the T? No, yeah. the T. The T, I yeah. didn't really it was, it. That was last year, wasn't it? Fuck. Uh, was it like I, I know, it man. I'm, I'm getting all fucked up. No, the Connecticut was this year. <laughs> well, I had the yeah. pre I had the pre release at the end of last year. Uh, we know, Danny. We know what I mean is what I mean is somebody I think gave it, was it to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, Matt Matt Booth gave it to me. There you go. Damn. Um Drew, you need that, to make a sound for name dropping. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I'll do it all night long. Hey, yeah. witch, baby. <laughs> Believe hey what do you what did you think of that um that uh, La La Gran Oferta with by um Oh that's a good cigar. Great by, cigar. Uh, father. My father. Yeah, yeah that's a good cigar. cigar. Good point. That was their best uh I think pr- like regular production release in a while. Yeah. Can you say that one again? I really appreciate the, the way it's La Gran Oferta. Right. Yeah, that was kind of hot. Man. Damn. Yeah, I'm saying, man. Mm. Oh, you have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be an hour of Danny saying cigar names. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There were a, a few cigars for me that really missed this year, though. I don't know if you guys had that, too. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying it hasn't happened as much... Th- as in previous years, it didn't happen as much, and this year it happened more. So I don't know if mm-hmm. I just got bad luck or what. So I don't want to name names this time. I did that last week. Uh, <laughs> did you get a message? I, I thought it was surprising. <laughs> no, nobody said a word. So <laughs> nobody listens. Yeah, there you have it. Say whatever you want. Danny, uh, did uh, Wonderlust come out this year? Is that last year? No, that came out last year. Is that a one-time thing, Jim? No, that's a that's a core line in Germany, but German no, exclusive. Okay. Yeah, uh, but definitely worth the price of shipping. It's, yeah, it was good. You could order it. You could order it to have it shipped there. <clears throat> yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. There's a guy named Delay, and it's not bad either. It's about four hundred, maybe a little over four hundred bucks for a box of forty shipped. That's not bad. No, and you can buy the bo- you can buy the, buy the bundle or buy the five pack too. Just. Uh, so guys just do like box splits, you know. They'll do like yeah. ten each and mm-hmm. throw the money in. Yep. There's some stores too that'll. Well, never mind. They have it available. They're not getting it from us. <laughs> let's just say that. <laughs> they got it under the table with the fake Cubans. <laughs> the old, the old glass top uh, wonderlust. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, they're they're buying them over there, getting them shipped over here, and then like including them in sampler packs, mm-hmm. but do, you know, essentially doubling the price. Mm. But you know, it's they run the risk of getting caught so it's whatever what's the yeah. risk of getting caught because uh, like, it's not they're the tax part of it too. you're selling tobacco without tax paying the tax at all. gotcha is it one of those things that could like get you straight shut down is it that bad or is it not that bad no you probably get a slap in the wrist or something yeah, okay <laughs> we don't really disclose the uh, no. we don't really disclose the blend so there's no there's no worry about that interesting hmm I'm just curious because I know. Well, if that wasn't saying it without saying it, 
Yeah. <laughs> but if you, I mean, if you get caught selling alcohol, with, like not from your distributors, I know they can like straight shut your shop down. So I'm just curious if that was the case here too, or if it was different. Right. It sounds different. Yeah. It depends on the state too. It's legit. Uh, what about the re-release of the Dogma? Underground. Uh, I didn't have the re-release. Good. That was a good original, but I haven't had the re-release. Okay. You smoked it? Yes, I uh, had it at the show. It was, I th- believe it or not, it was actually um, about the same, which I was like, no, nah, there's it's no good. way. But yeah, it was, it was, yeah, I was surprised. Oh, Weaselitos made this list. Look at that. Well, how about that? <laughs> how about that? <laughs> so, we'll send you some. So, does that bring us to. What any any what you, front runners for what you think Cigar of the Year is going to be? Whoever like paid me, whoever paid me the most for years. advertising. Yeah, well, <laughs> there is that. Uh, no, depends, you, depends you on pay, the list. If you, if you pay the most for advertising, you get number two. Oh, yeah. Is that how it works? Yeah. They can't. You know, everyone would see that a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> As if they don't see what goes on now a mile away. <laughs> So before we get into, so uh, for our listeners, we're introducing a new a new segment to the show this week called Deep Thoughts with Drew. Now Drew doesn't know that yet, <laughs> but uh, surprise, yeah, <laughs> surprise. But before we get into that, I'd like to discuss something that I've been meaning to talk about but haven't really gotten around to. I think it's about time we changed our intro. Drew, what do you think about that? Absolutely. You want to change it? I think so. We've been running with the Pink Floyd opening for for a while. I still like the the Arnold or whatever, the whip and and you know the cow and all that. But maybe we change the background music a little bit. Yeah, suggest something. I don't know. Somebody should suggest something and I'll change it. That's easy. Yeah. We gotta get some hip hop. Fire away. Oh my god. What do you want in there? I don't know. This is the first time it's brought up, been brought up to me. But, you, know, we take you, a vote. you guys think on it. Whoever actually listens to this podcast, think on it. And Boom. shoot us uh, email. No, don't shoot message. us. Oh. <laughs> Text. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, most from Chicago. My bad. So. Too real. So <laughs> send us a message on uh, what song should be the intro. Oh, God. this is gonna. That's going to go horribly wrong. What? Wh- whoever we get some of it. <laughs> whoever we pick, Danny will send them free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Oh shit. Oh yeah, I got I still got my pile of uh cigars uh the cigars for warriors that didn't want. Dang. They didn't want them? I'm kidding. It's gonna say <laughs> send those guys some cigars. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, let's change it then. Deep thoughts. Let us know. Is this deep thoughts yeah. or are we still talking about the no, song? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. this, this, is, this is surface shit. Oh. This is okay. as shallow as it gets. Yeah, we, the deep thoughts are going to be something that are going to transform the way the Sultans of Smoke podcast has gone. Ooh. I mean, Drew, you're a man of many Ooh. thoughts and few words, so I think that it's only fair to the listeners for you to share that. Maybe, maybe I'm a man of few thoughts and few words. 
I don't think so. <laughs> I think we're about to find out. I'm a man yeah. of many words. I'm a man of many words and few thoughts. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> and that's usually how it works. The people of many words are usually a few thoughts. Yeah. But let, not that you're that, Danny. I, I'm just saying in too, general. But now, late. we were asked to, and really, I've never met one of the Tylers. <laughs> Danny, you've met both. Yes. How you've only met one, and Drew, you've met none. And I don't even so, know who you're talking about. So, all right, we're going to get... <laughs> so, Tyler from Smoke Ring in Webster, Texas, had asked us to do a comparison of him, Tyler, and Tyler at Havana Cigar Lounge in West Dallas, Wisconsin. Now, Havana both of those... Lounge, Havana Lounge and Cigar. In Cigar... Thanks. As opposed to Havana Cigar Lounge. How, yeah. How, Just, how do they know each other? They don't. Oh, okay. I don't uh, think they, so. I think they? they met at the Roma party. Oh, did they? Okay. Name drop. So, Cha-ching. So, yeah, <laughs> That's where everybody meets, right? That's where all the cool yeah, people go. Yeah, we do, sometimes it's supposed to like, donate a cigar to like Cigars for Warriors every time Danny does a... Wait, no, I don't want to do it. There's going to be a lot Ain't of cigars. have no cigars left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, so, they wanted to know what the... What were we doing? Comparing and contrasting contrast. them? Or? Yeah. Okay. I don't really know where to begin. Well, they're both named Tyler. They're both named Tyler. They both work at cigar shops. They both work at cigar shops. They both yeah. smoke a shit ton of Roma Craft and Patina. That's true. Yeah. Um, they. So they both, they both not just work there. I mean, th- those are my point of context for yep. sales, mm-hmm. right? So, yep. <clears throat> you know, Tyler at Smoke Ring down here in Houston, he, um, it's funny, man. He just, he, he lies to me a little bit, but I know he remembers verbatim his inventory off the top of my head, off the top of his head. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> and then Tyler pretty much runs like the boutique side, which is all I care about at his humidor. Yep. They are what I would call decision makers. Agreed. For the most part. And they're both like in their 20s, which is... yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I think both of them have potential to do big things uh, should they ever choose to take the next step yeah. retail-wise. So, so uh, Tyler from West Alice has potential to do bigger things, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, because he is probably one of the biggest human beings yeah. I've ever met in my life. And he's so unassuming Like when you speak to yeah. him. He's such a nice guy. Yeah. But he would crush me, yeah, on accident. He's just a, and I'm not. I don't mean fat. I mean he's just a big mm-hmm. person. Yeah, he really and, is. And Tyler from Houston is the complete opposite. He's just like this little skinny guy, smaller than me, real, real, uh, like mousy, squirrely. Uh, <laughs> It's just like Tyler, just like you're a puss. Huge... <laughs> no, I'll tell you what. I'm translating for Danny. Nah, nah, nah. I just talked to him today, actually. But no, he's uh he's so smart. Like you could just tell, like, I right, I can't fuck with this dude because he's yeah, he's read way more books than I have and remembers all of them. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I will say that um both of them uh are part of very up and coming shop. I mean, I think, well, I think Webster or uh, smoke ring is already established, pretty established, but 
um, you know, Tyler, but I mean, he does obviously a great job with their social media and the vibe from what I understand. And I can't wait to get down there, but I know Tyler in Wisconsin really revolutionized that place, uh, that he's at. So they're, yeah. they're both dudes that we should get on the podcast sometime. Oh yeah. This could be like a, Mac, like a McGregor Mayweather type thing, you know, for the Sultans of Smoke, you know, just kind of have those guys go at it a little bit. Ooh. Sounds like <laughs> they should probably not physically fight one another. They would school all of us, though. But I think yeah. I think that Tyler from uh, Havana Lounge inherited a store that was very um, kind of traditional. And I thought you were going to say mediocre. No, no, no. Very traditional in in their ordering process, in the lines that they carried, mm-hmm. and has kind of made his mark. On mm-hmm. uh, bringing in, you know, smaller brands like mm-hmm. you know, Roma, the Black Labels, the Patinas, mm-hmm. that <clears throat> where Tyler down in Houston kind of inherited, for us at least, a decent account, you know, Roma setup, and has done nothing but make it better and more, a little more efficient, and 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 is really and really really tries to stay on top of. His ordering, his back ordering, the mm-hmm. limited edition stuff, uh, events if he can if he can get it. So, um, you know, very very contrasting situations that they both got into, but I think have both handled it really really well. Yeah. You know, I think that if you're a cigar shop owner, and it's tough to find guys that are going to treat your business like their own, right? I mean, there are certain ways to incentivize them to um, to maybe take a little bit more ownership over things. and But you cannot monetarily replace someone's pride in what they do. And if you find guys that, are, that operate with pride and they take their job seriously and have a pride in how their shop looks, how it's set up, how, what the uh, selection is, you know, whether it's, um, you know, Vince at B&B or uh, Eli at Smoke Maniac or uh, the Tylers or, you know, um, you know, Omar at Casa de Monte Cristo in Chicago. All of these guys take an ownership over what they do. OK. And that's important, I feel like. If you're an owner. Right. So well, if you can find people like these. You suit them up, put them in, give yeah. them a shot, give them a chance and let them go. Like, let them just let them do their thing. Yeah. You know, you, get you, the fuck you, out of their way. Yeah. You might not get it. You know, like if you're sitting at the, you know, you'll have owners that come with their managers or whatever at the show and they sit for their appointment <clears throat> and the guy's just ordering this, 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 and this, and this. And the owner's like, well, what the hell are we doing? Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, look at the track record. If you got a guy that has a really good grasp, on the social media marketing for today and and the you know what his current customers all the new customers are are coming in asking for Uh just you know let him do his thing and uh and i think that you know those that list of guys that you that you've you know named there are all doing exactly that yeah, and I'm sure there's like a ton that I've missed, and I apologize. These are just the guys that I've dealt with recently. So, you know, don't take it like, but um, 
Yeah, I'm with you, man. It makes a world of difference. Well, I think that just shows, you know, how smart the owner is, right? Just like, look, you know, sure. some owners like, no, I got this. I know how to do it. You know, da, 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 and, you know, they don't want to, you know, they get it on the shelf and they, you know, hey, it's been on the shelf. It's not selling. Like, well, dude, that's not how cigars work anymore, bro. Right. You know, so the, you know, when you can get, you know, if you can't, if you don't have that mentality to work with cigars, today's smart cigar smoker, Mm-hmm. You definitely need to get a millennial that knows, you know. Yeah. And then the the sweet spot or the the home run is when that owner is that same guy. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then and then it's just off to the races and you're just like all you got to do is make sure you keep them happy and you know make them you establish that relationship and It's it's know, a little rare them. right now because still kind of on the younger side, but I I could see in, you know, maybe 4 to 7 years probably we're yeah. going to see a lot of these guys eventually own a shop which is really good granted let's just say the fda either is it is what it is or doesn't get worse or gets better assuming that all those things happen that's going to be a really good opportunity for for smaller brands you know um because a lot of these up-and-coming guys are just not really down with the big name stuff right the jet like this generation of cigar smokers really coming up. I mean, when was the last time you saw a young kid fire up a Romeo and Juliet? As they would call well, it. there was this 12-year-old the other day. No. <laughs> yeah. No, and by the way, know, by the way, it's Romeo and Julieta. Yeah. 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 But I was being sarcastic. Okay, I'm whatever. Kidding. That's that's cute though. Uh, I wonder if that's how Shakespeare used to say it. Mhm. No, that's so. how they say it in Cuba. Uh, but either way, wow. <laughs> Um, yeah, you but yeah, man. So that's a big opportunity for guys like us. And I think maybe that's why they've supported these regulations. Who knows? <laughs> uh, anyway. Are we, are we ready for deep thoughts of Drew? I'm looking forward to this part. Yeah, me too. Drew, are you ready for deep thoughts with Drew? <laughs> I, go to the I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, hang on. I'm gonna I'm gonna run to the bathroom real quick. What <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna pick up out of the toilet and be like, here? There it no, is. I get it. I have some I have some pretty amazing thoughts while I'm on the shitter. So. Oh, me that's too. true. Yeah, I'm telling you, I've invented some amazing products on the shitter. Uh, that's where the Sultans of Smoke was invented. What? Oh, and we and we keep that tradition going. <laughs> uh, talking about nothing but shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, better thinking place: shitter or shower? Oh. Uh, I have more time in the shower. Yeah, shower's say, pretty I'm good. Go. I'm the shower's opposite. Take more time shit. on the shitter. Oh, we <laughs> we know that. <laughs> no, I like to be thorough. Okay. If, if, I'm sure it's all out. Not I'm more thorough in the shower. Yeah. Hmm? I'm more thorough in the shower. Yes. <laughs> Got it. Uh, I'm more patient on the shitter. How about that? I can't wait till I'm old and I get to put a chair in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> you can wait, you can do that tomorrow. Yeah, do that. yeah, but that, <laughs> that'd be weird. I can't oh, wait yeah. till I have Why? to. <laughs> Who's going to go in your shower and look? Eh, it'd still be weird. <laughs> what one of you guys would now if you ever came over here? So, 
<clears throat> not doing I that. I love when the shower has like its own bench built into yeah. it. Yeah. Call it oh, the yeah. BJ station. Yeah. Who? <laughs> the BJ station. Yeah. What does that stand for? <laughs> oh my BJ? Huh? One of us is one of us is single and one of us is happily married. Are you not picking it up? What he's putting down? <laughs> oh no, I just want him to say it. Oh. <laughs> Uh-huh. No, well, I don't call it the blowjob station. I call it the uh. BJ station. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Like an assassin of Austin. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, if I could, it'd be one of those episodes of Seinfeld with Kramer in the shower. You'd want to be in the shower with Kramer? No, with you the, haven't uh, seen it? Where he's like making the salad in there and he's like living he, in the shower a, for weeks. Yeah, he put a garbage disposal <laughs> in there. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do that, but I would put a chair. You know, Seinfeld is one of those shows that I was too young to understand when it came out. And yeah. now I'm old enough to understand it. So it's a lot more enjoyable to watch now that I'm <laughs> older. But I just still never really got into it. Well, how old are you? Well, I think I'm 35. Oh, okay. Well, you're not that too much. Too, maybe I just watched it too old for me. Well, here, here's the deal. If you're if you're 16 or 17 when Seinfeld was out, you're old enough to still understand a lot, like not all of it, but a decent amount. If you're yeah, 12, you're not understanding shit. Sure. Except the part where George Steinbrenner comes in. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, you know, and when you're that age, four or five years makes a huge difference of what you're exposed to. Mm-hmm. You know? Just my thoughts. That's thoughts with Mo. with Mo. <laughs> Dude, I, you know, it's funny because when I was on Cigar Dojo, they, they were like, what are you, fucking Socrates? But, you know, I, I do enjoy thinking deeply about things and, and you sure. know, like looking past just the surface of shit because, Absolutely. you know, if you want to be successful in anything, understanding how people think and work is a huge part of it. And I don't care what business it is. Sure. I love because, psychology of things. Because ultimately, it's people who are buying it or people who are going to your restaurant or mechanic shop or, you know, whatever. So if you don't understand people, how they think, how they function, you're going to have a hard time connecting with them. Right? Oh, absolutely. You would think. Sure. Um. I don't know. And Knowing being, what makes people tick is is very very intriguing to me. Like even like my kids, yeah. like I see my I can watch my little kids like get into a situation, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to jump to help them. I'm going to watch and just be like, let's see what this kid does. You know, does he freak out? Does he figure it out? Does he yeah. ask for you know how's it going? And after seven minutes of drowning, I'm like, all right, I'll get him. <laughs> I I like to do that with my employees at work. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like to do with your employees at work? Watch them drown. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Just for enjoyment. Yeah. Just for fun. Let them struggle a little bit. Screw some things up. Yeah, I think Deep Thoughts with Mo is much more enjoyable than. Yes, it is. Deep Thoughts with. Uh, no, but. but <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I don't know. Well, so here's what we came out of this podcast. I think we have successfully at least gotten the discussion started on branding versus gimmick, right? Or have we put it to bed? 
Have we come to the conclusion? We're not done. No. I think we just done. lit the fire. I think we're going to get okay. messages. <coughs> like, you guys are idiots. I'm selling a ton of those. <laughs> uh, yeah. Could be. And I think a lot of it comes down to that same psychology thing you were just talking about, right? If I pick up one because of the branding and it's horrible, mm-hmm. then I feel like it's a gimmick. If I pick up one because of the branding and I pick up another one because it's good, then I feel it's like fire. it's not. And that's where I'll give, you know, again, Drew Estate, Tatawahe, um, <coughs> such big, like, credit or a large amount of credit because they played on the human, like, yearning to feel inclusion or to be a part of something. Or to have right? cool shit that nobody else has. Right. So if, if you're a guy of modest means... Right. And, and just a normal dude, you could feel like a fucking big shot with limited edition cigars. Mm-hmm. You know, so like if, if I go buy this $15 Tatawahe or a box of these $15, $10, $12 Tatawahe's, whatever, and like I'm like getting all this attention and I'm a badass, dudes are going to gravitate towards that. Right. It gives them something unique about them. Right. And so they played on that human condition, that yearning to feel included or a part of something or to feel like you're exclusive. <coughs> fucking brilliant. Absolutely fucking brilliant. Yeah, can't hate on it. You know? So. And I feel like a lot of brands are trying to do that, but it has to happen organically. It's like giving yourself a nickname. You can't give yourself a nickname. No, yeah. It just has to happen. Right. If you give yourself a nickname, you're kind of a douche. Right. Like, nobody just started calling uh, Romacraft Roma. No. You know, you guys didn't sit there. Skip Martin didn't wake up one day and say, hey, you know what? We're just going to be Roma from now on. No. The market dictated that when you say Roma, you know what they're talking about. Yeah. They don't have to say anything more. Right? But he did give him the nickname Weaselitos or Weasels. Yeah. <laughs> Weasels. Yeah. But that, that I mean that kind of goes back to what Mo was saying about guys wanting to be included and stuff. Like guys love the weasel um like the weasel whole thing, right? Like weasel team mm-hmm. six or weaseling the shirts, the hats, um, and just <clears throat> like being part of that that culture or uh, you know, whatever. And it and it isn't exactly like a Satan Sinners type of like pay group or whatever right mm-hmm. but to that level but it, it's still you know a type of a type of club or something that guys feel like they're part of mm-hmm. i mean what made opus so successful before really any of this other stuff started was the limited nature of it that made guys feel like man if i get an opus or i get a couple opus if i go to the shop and i get my two limit and then i go back the next day and i get two more and now i'm building a collection I'm a bad motherfucker. Yeah. Right? Um, Big bad motherfucker. And they were the first Dominican-grown rapper. Were they? I don't know if they were the first, but they were the first ones with the successful brand. Successful, yeah. Yeah, first to sell it well. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you make tobacco leaf, you make a rapper leaf, whether it's good Mm -hmm. or not. Now, interestingly, if you look at Padron, for example... (coughs) They never did any of that. But I've also never seen... No, I shouldn't say never. 
But my God, is the brand loyalty of consumers who smoke Padron out of this world. Truly phenomenal. So, so easy to get. Yeah. Huh? Because it, it's so easy to get because it's everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, there, it's yeah. rare to go into a shop that doesn't have some type of Padron in it. Right. And it's, if you are going to open a shop and you don't get Padron in there, you're either <clears throat> doing it on purpose or don't know what the fuck you're doing. Mm. Like, their, their consistency is by far, you know... Legendary. Legendary. And then it's, sure. it's also just so well-known. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, even their... I mean, and I'm not talking about like their anniversary series either. I mean, that that shit's good, but even their their normal everyday smokes that you can get mm -hmm. are mm -hmm. just the quality is the same, right? So yeah, it's, it's like fantastic. And uh, and to to be at that level with no no sales reps, man, that's just <coughs> God bless. But even those guys started coming out with you know more and more limited stuff. It seems like yeah, they had the fiftieth at least. Yeah. But that's not really it's that limited, is it? Find. Well, it's that expensive, 90. at least. Yeah, yeah, they got a couple up there. Sometimes you got you got some rapper that you got to do shit with. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 I guess it's just part of it. But Can't I mean, have that problem. Yeah, just I think hundred dollar bills got to do something with it. Yeah. Um, I think you know when they came out with that like that Lancero or Lonsdale, whatever it was for the 80th or 90th. Mm. That was on that one, you know, like that was an amazing size that I think that, or cigar that <clears throat> I think was, you know, very well done. It wasn't, oh, well, let's make a birthday cigar and mm -hmm. people will buy it just because I'm telling them it's a birthday cigar. It's like, no, it's, right. it's actually pretty decent. Or it was really good, actually. But. So that to me is not gimmicky, right? Saying, hey, right. this is uh, no, that's the not. drone's. This is Padron's birth, birthday cigar. That's like a tribute. That's not a... Right. Well, here's the fun thing, though. If 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 I'm right about gimmicky or if we're, if I'm even close to right about it, then it's, it's going to be... Probably not. That's okay. fair. But if I am, <laughs> and, and if what we've been talking about is right, then it's going to be different for every person. Sure. That's a right? great point. Because yeah. if you pick up that cigar and you like it, then it doesn't seem like a gimmick to you. That's right. Right. So, so if you're a fan, um, yeah. if you're a fan automatically, you know, if you're a huge, if you were yeah. a huge Tatuaje fan and they're like, hey, we got these Halloween cigars, you're like, oh my God, that's dope. You know, but if yeah. you, if, if you, for whatever reason, just didn't like Pete Johnson and I was like, hey, look at these uh, Halloween cigars, like, man, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just kind of like how yeah. you, how you view yeah. the brand or anything. Yeah, pretty so much. I, I think the one thing that we've touched on over and over and over again and continues to be a central theme is that everything, everything in cigars is relative. Sure. I mean, can we agree on that? I mean, everything is relative. And it, whether a cigar is expensive or not, whether a cigar is strong or not, whether a branding is gimmick or branding, whether a cigar is worth the money or not worth the money, everything is relative. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there was a uh, there was a motivational speaker. I think his name was Jim Rohn, long long time ago, and he was like, uh, oh, "The guy used to host the show that got beat up by Chris Everett or whatever." Same name, different dude. Well, this <laughs> older. This is an older guy that was worth hundreds of millions of dollars, um, and he was he had his saying that was like, "It's not it's not too expensive. You just can't afford it." 
And like, it's just like this thought of like, oh, like to me, you know, $20 for this is not expensive. It's a great cigar. I like it. And I can drop right. 20 bucks on it. But right. if you're, you know, if you're $5, there's nothing wrong with $5 smoking guys. But if you can't do 20 bucks and yeah, it's expensive, don't fucking do it. Don't try to be something you're not. Yep. Agreed. Do what I Smoke. do. Get for free. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and if you like those $5 cigars, don't buy a $20 one to make it seem like you're cool. That's right. It won't be worth it and you won't like no. it. No. Yeah, I would get it. I would get it to see the difference. You know, I mean, just like to say I smoked it, but yeah. not not as an everyday. Like, don't get, don't save your money to buy a box of it just for no reason. Right. There, are, yeah, and and it's like with Dan, you know, Danny, you touched on this. I think a little bit last week. There are some cigars that are just so outrageously priced that I will not buy them out of principle. <laughs> I just won't pay the money for for a fucking cigar. Where does that price point start for you? Eight dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Ten dollars. No. Um, <laughs> when I see cigars start to get into like that 70, 80, 90 dollar range, I just uh, You know how many dudes probably just heard that and were like expecting like fifteen dollars to be your answer. <laughs> and you're like seventy. I said worth a try. Not sure. a, like a continual because but I'm a dude, cigars are my one thing that I spend money on. Like I don't give a fuck about I don't go on vacations, I don't whatever. Cigars even alcohol. before patina. No, yeah. I don't drink alcohol. So even before patina, cigars are always my fucking thing. So if I'm gonna spend money on something, I'm gonna smoke it. I'm gonna spend it on badass fucking cigars that I'm gonna enjoy the shit out of because I'm a cigar smoker. Even before patina, I'm a I'm a cigar smoker, not a guy who just smokes cigars. Right. So I'm gonna take my time with a cigar like that. I'm going to you know take every puff and try to taste the flavor and, and figure out what the fuck is going on with it. So to me, if you're like that and for a one-time experience, man, that's worth it. That's worth it. But at some point it just becomes extreme where it's like, I don't make that much money. That's a lot of fucking money. (laughs) You know, unless it's a David off for you. No, but (laughs) most of those aren't that expensive. No, nothing gets up into that price range. Well, I mean, that true, I, n- well, that I smoke. They make a $500 cigar. Yeah, I'm not touching that. that. <laughs> I don't care how much money I make. <laughs> I might if Drew, I made a lot Drew, of money. Drew, what's your price? <laughs> <laughs> what's your price point, Drew? Um, if it's not Opus, like 18 bucks, 17 And you won't touch it above that. It's a weird number. It's got to be it's pretty rare. rare. Specific. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that with or without tax? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Man, I got this $20 bill, but yeah, I should be two in bucks which back. Yeah, tax rate? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Are you in Ohio or are you in Florida? Yeah. <laughs> like, here, tax is all included, so uh, we're good. Mm. Uh, so you can stop at the McDonald's on the way home. <laughs> well, no, no, on cigars, it's included. Right. So, yeah. Mm. I don't know. For me, if it's not free, I, I hesitate. <laughs> like, uh, really, dude? Can I get a discount on it? No. Some, you know, like I bought that patina this yesterday, right? And it was, I felt good. Like I was like, oh man, so good. I'm gonna send him a picture so he remembers this shit. No, but I was. Uh, <laughs> 
And I, he did. I really don't. I don't. I don't. I really don't necessarily have a limit. And when it comes to like <laughs> something I'm looking for, sure. Now, if I'm just like, hey, I'm gonna smoke. Me and the guys are just gonna smoke. Yeah, relax. You know, I'm not going in just, you know, fifty bucks on this or seventy five dollar whatever. But hey, you know, it's a we're gonna spend some time. We're hanging out all night. We're you know, drinking or, and I'll oh, but I'll I'll never let a a buddy outdo me. I'll tell you that. So <laughs> like oh. Oh, Padrone Anniversario, right? Gotcha. Come here. Come here, Opus. No, so then um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's more about the situation that I'm in. You know, if I'm at a wedding or, you know, if I got to represent, right? Like with my family, I am the cigar guy. So like if there's ever any cigar question, you know, humidor question or anything, my cousins are hitting me up, you know. That there was a wedding that we went to in Puerto Rico this this beginning of the year. They wanted to get a cigar roller, and they had all these questions for me that they should ask him. You know, just make sure they're not getting screwed and whatever. So, if I'm with them, they're expecting me. They're looking at me like, "Hey, what do you? What's he got? What's he got? You know, what's he got?" So, um, it depends on my situation that I'm in as far as what I'm willing to spend on, or you know, what I'm willing to spend on a cigar. Actually, that brings up something interesting because. You know, we talk about influencers so much, but who influences whether you try a cigar or not? Mm. Okay, so like for me, if if Mukau Rich says, you know what, man, I didn't really like that cigar. The chances of me trying it, and this just happened the other day, so this is legit. You guys were all witness to it. I had asked a question <laughs> about a certain cigar, and Kyle, you said, eh. You know, not a bad cigar, not worth the price tag, essentially, is what you said, correct? Uh, probably. It sounds like something I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and, that was pretty white. And that was different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make it a little it. nerdier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I really don't think if you do the calculus equation and then, you know, divide by 25. And, but anyway, the Nailed point it. being, uh, that was enough for me to say, you know what? That cigar is now on the back burner. That's how much I respect Kyle's opinion on cigars. Mm. I'd say there's probably like a dozen or so people that I would trust like that where I'll I'll take a what dozen. they say like dang very that's very, a very lot strongly. I was thinking about three. Yeah. Maybe two. <laughs> and then I have influencers for different types of cigars. Yeah. So yes. like Kyle was an all around, Drew probably for the more full body stuff. Yeah. Um you know, and then other guys for other stuff. But, you know, you have different influencers for different types of cigars. Danny for Roma Craft? Danny for Roma. Don't listen to me at all. <laughs> I, I sort by price. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but do you guys have that? Those influencers? That... Um, it's really just about anyone that I kind of get along with or a friend of mine. Like it didn't, it, you guys, of course, like if you guys said, Hey, you know, this was pretty good. Like even the Turkey cigar, right. I'm probably going to try it just because, you know, they said it was pretty good and it, it probably is. Um, Wait, who said it was good? True. I said it was oh, pretty okay. good. Yeah, you right, said it was turn. probably one of the best cigars in the last day. I didn't know. And, and to clarify, I didn't have this year. So if you get this year's, I have no idea. All right, here we go. I'll <laughs> add some gravy. Um, that's a cigar you got to get the gravy. But you know, Ugh. trying trying a cigar <laughs> is so much more different than store like buying a buying multiples of it. 
Does that make sure. sense? Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, for sure. Like, I'll try. Okay, fuck it, I'll try it. You know, and trying a cigar is much different than finishing a cigar. Like, it's true too. I would, I would typically try to power through. Not that I've ever gotten like, I mean, I've I've gotten a couple like okay, and I think I've talked about we talked about them last week, but mm-hmm. um, where I put it down, but that's far and few between, right? But for the most part, um, you know, I would power through or just say, ah, oh, you know, now I know, and then that's it. So, but um, I mean, anyone that I take as I consider as a friend, I would say, oh, he said to try and spike it. You know, as long as I think that that friend knows something about cigars, right? Like, sure. like my my cousin that smokes, you know, egg, brand X, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me! And they're like, bro, you got to try this. I'm like, no. Oh. Sure. <laughs> I'm good, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 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 we're good. Like, oh, bro, I have that. I've had that. I've had that. Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a couple things that I would take into consideration, right? So it would be, is their palate similar to mine and what they like? Um, do we generally like the same cigars or not? And then are they actually thinking about whether I would like it or whether they just loved it? Those are the things that kind of run through my mind. Mm-hmm. Do like, you guys take? Sorry, go ahead, finish your thought. Um, but I, gotta I was just no, going to say, if Drew said like this is the most full-bodied cigar I've ever smoked, you guys should really try this. Then I know that he's not saying like, Rich, you'd actually like this cigar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Sure. That, that's like Jeff. If he recommends it, I don't try it. I'm like Jeff. What do you not like? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Give me some of those. <laughs> that's fine. There's some news outlets out there that if they give it a shitty rating, it actually helps sales, which is pretty funny. Like oh really? Yeah. yeah. Like oh, they got a seventy nine. Like a little pop and say, "Was like, well, let's try that." He said it was pretty bad. It might be good. <laughs> is it because they don't trust him, or because they want to see if it is actually that shitty? It's more that they don't trust them. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, the question I was going to ask was, do you guys take time to develop your palate? Right. So, like, okay, I love. You know, you love Connecticut. You know, you love Maduro. You know, you love this. And, or and is there a cigar out there you like? For instance, for me, <clears throat> Candela is a cigar that I kind of would typically stay away from. Um, Connecticut used to be a cigar that I would kind of stay away from when I started. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of Connecticut's that I would have that had a lot of spice to it for what for me and my palate at the time. <laughs> um, and not so much strong, but just like really, I'm like, what the fuck is this? But you know, I wanted I wanted to be able to smoke that. <laughs> this is my zombie apocalypse thinking, right? Like, just in case the world ends and there's only Connecticut cigars, <laughs> I got to be able to smoke it, right? Yeah. But but I you know I would take time. Like, okay, I I don't really like this, but is there something I like about it, or what is it I don't like about it? You know, and then even and then all of a sudden you smoke up, you're like, yeah, you know, it's not bad. I'll try that, and. and um, you know, as opposed to developing your palate to be able to pick up certain notes and flavors and this and that. Yeah, it's um, like developing an appreciation. Right. Yeah, but even the flavors you pick up are so different sure. across the board. Like, we could smoke the same cigar. You'll pick up this and that, and I'll pick up this and that. And still, we might both enjoy the cigar, just in different ways. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah to your question, I mean, I, I do that frequently i think that's pretty important to do it's like with food right they say that if you try the same food 10 or 12 times you'll start to like it even if you didn't 
Sure. So I'm kind of thinking it might be the same with some of these cigars that I don't really care for that much. Maybe there's something they're hiding that I don't I don't know yet. I got to get through a lot more KFCs before I like those though. <laughs> especially if they're again. really pop. Especially if they're really popular. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what is it I'm missing? You know, like yeah. what there's is something it? there? It's just a gimmick. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Flavor. <laughs> Flavor's, Flavor's a gimmick. gimmick. No, it it's is. popular. It's just a gimmick. Oh, that it's popular. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. It's it's, it's around Thanksgiving and it's called the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> you only think it's popular because everybody else smokes it and it sells well. <laughs> oh shit. Well, what else we got? We didn't do deep thoughts with Drew. We'll have to. We'll have to oh, do we it next did. week. <laughs> that might be as deep as it gets. Yeah, that was about that, that five second no talking, <laughs> just <laughs> dead no. air. That was it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, the, how, how that segued into um, <laughs> shitting on the toilet. <laughs> that's like, yeah, that's, that's me all day, dude. Yep. But I'll I'll prep something for next week. Mm. All right. Whoa. A whole that's week. Homework. A whole week. But cow's got to do expectations now. Cow's got to do porn or cigar reviews. I can't do that every other week though. It's just going to get old. Well, you didn't do it this week, so it's next week. You're good. Every other. <laughs> <laughs> That's never going to get old. Except you need, to, you need to actually start watching some porn and put some porn stuff in there. <laughs> Dude, the, if you look through like trans, I've actually looked this up a lot. If you look through comments or transcripts or any of that stuff, transcripts. Um, oh. Like, no. there's nothing good there. It's bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't done that kind of research. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's admirable, Kyle. That's really getting into it. Yeah. I'm just saying it didn't, it didn't get us very far. It didn't pan out. <laughs> so thorough. <laughs> what well, I got to do, I got to start taking... <laughs> I got to start taking notes. That's me interrupting again, inter- interrupting Cal. No, I got to start uh, taking notes because I think of some funny shit and then I just forget. Or interesting ideas like this, you know, something that kind of irks me, but I got to walk around with a little notepad and, or text it to you guys, but then remember that I texted it. Yeah, that's what I, I just text it to you guys and then I forget what I texted. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm Normally, if it's any good, which it hasn't been, I'll screenshot and save it. <laughs> <laughs> That's your deep thought. <laughs> there it is. Thought. <laughs> Bunch of blank screenshots. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just filling my uh, trash box on my phone. Right. <laughs> well, I guess next week then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. We'll see you guys. All right, have All a good one. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at thesaltandsmoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week. <laughs>